2: Good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, TV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel, the Allah warned you about I hold to the book, The Bible as the authoritative Word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. And there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. One on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. <clears throat> so if you miss that and you'd like to catch that you can do so up until three o'clock eastern today at which time he'll be live in that area i assume he'll be live he's speaking tonight so i'm gonna assume he's gonna be live if he's not you'll get a education video (laughs) something will change there and bradley dean will be in the midst of it on the right side of the page is where we're at click on the play button blow it up on whatever device you got look for the rumble icon bottom right hand corner Click on that. Join us in the chat over on Rumble. we got a lot of friends over there this morning. Good morning to you guys. Great to see you. And while you're over there, please subscribe to the channel. It's Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live, in case you go directly to Rumble, just put that in, all one word, and you should find us, and the live stream going there. Uh, Over on Before It's News, we're there at the top of the page as well, and appreciate Michael Roach and his team giving us a spot on their platform over at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for an email newsletter. Again, that goes out once a day, late afternoon, early evening. All the articles we have at Libertymedia.com, including the morning show archive. And uh, we appreciate you guys' support. Real quickly, let me get these formality things out of the way, and we'll jump right into the show. Um, we are highlighting the Soldier of the Cross book, and um, I'll be delivering my marked-up copy to Bradley tomorrow. He's been waiting on it for a long time, and it's just... Every time I get a chance to do it, I either fall asleep because it's late at night or something else comes up. We had we had a wreck. We had a baby born. We had all kinds of things going on over the past month. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'll get to deliver that to him hopefully tomorrow night. Uh, but uh, Soldier of the Cross book is available in the store. It's $10. Or you can grab our bundle pack starting at $34. That's the book. A shirt with the artwork. Uh, of your size, and then the, a dog tag of your color, black or silver. So be sure and um, uh, check that out. SonsofLibertyMedia.com is where you can get the link over to the store, or you can go there directly, TheSonsOfLiberty.Squarespace.com. And then I'm making mention of tomorrow night. Uh, just real quickly, uh, let me pull this up here. Uh, Bradley will be speaking at Hollow, Holly Meadows Golf Course tonight from 6 until 9 p.m. at... And that's KPAC. Didn't I say that before? I've never been there, so I don't know. 4855 k Road, K Michigan. I guess that's how you pronounce it. C-A-P-A-C. Um, that's where you'll find him this evening, 6 to 9 p.m. So if you're interested in hearing Bradley Dean and you're in the Michigan area or you want to drive over or whatever, that's where he'll be. Now, the next two nights, uh, Lord willing, he and I are gonna to be together. I don't know how that's gonna work. Uh, I'm gonna time my talk into 45 minutes to an hour or something, I guess. Um, so I don't take up all his time. <laughs> and then December the seventh and the eighth. That's Thursday and Friday. On the seventh, he and I will be in Caledonia, Michigan, thirty-five fifty-five sixty-eighth Street Southeast. I don't know what the place is, but that's the address. And then on the eighth, it's in Marshall, Michigan. Neither none of these places I've, I've never been to Michigan. So this is going to be a little treat for me. <laughs> to do that and to meet some of you people out there uh, who've been listening and commenting in the chat and things of that nature. So I'm looking forward to that. On on Friday, it'll be 800 East Michigan Avenue and Marshall, Michigan. And uh, if you need to get those things again, simply go over here to sonsoflibertymedia.com and we click back on that. And there's a thing right here at the top of the page called Bradley Schedule. Just click on that, scroll to the bottom. That's where we're at in those things. I don't know why I got a little something in my throat here. I'm not sick or anything. I just... Sometimes that happens. <laughs> sometimes that happens. All right. So we have talked about Ron DeSantis before. We, we've we talked about the fact that, you know, he signed this alleged anti-vax bill, right? No vax bill. Um, <clears throat> and yet, what we found out is is it actually is a forced vax bill. Hmm. Yeah, it's a forced vax bill. Um, We had um, Ethan Huff over over at Natural News. He was making comparison... Between what's going on in New York, and some of you guys have seen some of the news is coming out of New York with uh, Kathy Hochul. I, I, boy, if that lady doesn't look like evil personified, I don't know what does. Uh, but uh, that woman and the way she talks. Oh, the blasphemous nature in which she talks about God. God would want you to take that shot. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, these people, they don't have a conscience. They just don't have a conscience. Um, So anyway, he's making comparisons in an article, and then he shows exactly how what Ron DeSantis has put in. You know, he's been put as his forerunner. All the people of Florida, quote-unquote, love him, despite the fact he's not really bringing any justice down there in Florida, guys. Um, And I demonstrated that in my reporting for over a year with the Lee County Sheriff down there, Carmine Mercino, his use of authority to, to uh, uh, intimidate women into sexual favors, uh, his desire to have his own child murdered, um, his, his, his using public websites to com- uh, perpetrate a fraud about himself, um, <clears throat> you know, questionable nature about a lot of arrests. I mean, this guy was going after a little kid for nothing, for Nothing. <clears throat> Ron DeSantis wouldn't do anything, not a thing. So, um, and that's just in one area. We could talk about a lot of other areas that Ron DeSantis is. It, it, it's very much like Trump. It's very much like that. A lot of talk, a lot of hot air that comes out, and then when you look, when you when you peel back the wrapping, when you pull back the curtain, what do you see? You see the same tired, deceptive measures things that sound like their liberty when they're coming off their lips or off their paper. But then when you really get down to what they're doing, it's not that at all. It's tyranny. And so with that said, I want to read a little bit from this. And i got a couple of videos I'm going to play regarding uh, the shots and regarding what the who is doing. And then when you see that, hopefully it will show you this is not a thing about Florida. It's not even a thing about the United States. It's a it's a. It's an issue that's encompassing the world, and the who is trying to usurp this authority with their updates of their amendments and their who treaty and all of this other. And we've had uh, James Roguski on several times to warn the people about that, to get involved in and in calling that out and saying no, tell them we've already look in the news. We've had many, we've had several countries who have said we're not going along with what you're doing there. They've already said they're not. The United States is not one of them. Which means the United States, as far as the people who quote-unquote represent us or say they represent us, they don't. As far as they're concerned, they're willing to let that go and they're willing to let that be a part of that. So let's get into Huff's article here and read the pertinent text in Desantis's no-vax bill uh, so that people understand. Because I'll guarantee you, if this is going on in Florida— it's going on in virtually every state, some form of it. And it's to deceive the people. It's to give you a false sense of security. Because they plan on following through with this stuff in the up and coming years. Some people think it's going to be next year. In fact, we had uh, something out uh, yesterday, um, a, an article on that as well. Where this was being talked about. Maybe it was the day before. I don't remember. Um, sometimes my days run together. Sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> yeah, we'll see where these things are. In fact, I, I know what it was. It was in this article, and I changed the name of it to really focus on DeSantis because that's what the last part of the report was about, uh, or half of the report is about, is about that difference that alleged difference between what goes on in new york and what's happening in, in uh in florida so let's take a look at what ethan had to write here and i think you'll find this very informative he said it's been nearly three years since operation warp speed delivered and, and you know i i don't know what it is I, I i like ethan's work but this wuhan coronavirus stuff is just nonsense okay this just nonsense we already know what it was. They put the venom in the water. It's not a, there's not a contagion. They're making you toxic. And as we looked at the other day, the CDC can't seem to come up with any studies showing that the flu, the convids, the, 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 the common cold, as it's called, are Contagious. Eight months they've been asked through Freedom of Information Act request to just produce something, anything, and they haven't done it. And they stopped responding. So we we already know what they're doing. We already know the lies that they're telling. And then here's what we read. Since Operation Warp Speed... um, deliver these viruses, or these vaccines, excuse me, to the world, and more people than perhaps ever before are sicker than they have ever been. That's something that people should consider right there. That's an important little line that he wrote there. People are sicker now than they were before all of this. I'm talking about in general. Some of us have learned lessons, and I think we're probably healthier than we were at the beginning of all this. But there are many people who are who are unwell, sick, injured, or even dead three years on from the rollout of this shot. Yep. It's very interesting. As the situation worsens, the government is ready to unleash full scale medical martial law on America, likely at some point next year. This is the this is the part I was talking about here. I know that they have a short time. They have an agenda 2030 they have to accomplish. And here we are almost to 2024, which leaves them with, what, six years? That they have to formulate their agenda and make it happen. Sources are reporting that upwards of 50% of people who got jabbed for COVID were sickened by the shots. It's probably more than that. Or are still sick with no end in sight. 8 out of 10 jab recipients, especially including those who got at least one booster shot in addition to the primary series, are suffering complications that could end up disabling them. According to Dr. Peter McCullough, every single person who got even one, just one COVID jab is now experiencing some kind of problem or serious series of problems related to the heart. These are serious things. They're not, they're not trivial things. We're not talking about people getting a little bit of eczema. On their skin. I mean, if you saw some of the the images that we had before, what did you notice? Did you notice those skin diseases? I mean, they were awful. Covering the person from head to foot, it just looked like, gosh, giant blood blisters all over their bodies, boils, all kinds of things. In fact, it's kind of reminiscent of some of the things you read in the book of Revelation where they get these boils, these... um, I forget what the term is they use. It just slipped my mind. Cancerous boils on them. Those who take the mark of the beast. We, We see some relevancy there to what some of the people have done. Then we've seen other things. Horrible things that have happened to people. The blood clots, people having to lose limbs. Young people. I remember this young girl. She was, I don't know, she looked like she was a teenager. She was a... Uh, She was a model somewhere. I don't know if it was in Brazil or here. I forget where it was. And they had to amputate her legs. This young girl. Now, they could have saved her legs had they actually known what they were dealing with, like Dr. Andreas Calker that we've had on the show has talked about. They could have saved those. These are people that have been injured for life. Their whole life has been turned upside down. We, We had the nurse on who was coerced into taking the shot and what it had done to her. We had a great story from Gloria Charlene who came on, told what the shot did with her, told how she was using urotherapy and had pretty much eliminated all of the toxins and poisons from that shot out of her body, and she was healthy again. We know what these things do. They're not for our good. They're not, in fact, none of these vaccine shots, any of this stuff, has ever been for our good. But we take them because that's what we've been conditioned and that's what we've been taught to do. Back to the, the article here. Those who do not realize it often discover it by surprise when they suffer an unexpected cardiac arrest or in, inflammatory reaction like myocarditis. As time goes on and the bodies of the fully vaccinated degrade even further, there will likely come a point when a critical mass of sick people creates enough of a public health scare that the infamous quarantine camps, and there are being set up, are opened and filled with the sick. And, listen, it's not going to be voluntary. It's going to be mandatory. Now, keep in the back of your head, and we're going to talk about this, Lord willing, on Friday night in Michigan This is why you're armed. This is why you're armed. And I don't know when the Second Amendment community is going to get it through their heads that you being armed is to stop junk like that. It is to stop the government from a tyrannical reign over you and your family and your neighbors. That's what it's there for. And the entire Convid fiasco was nothing more than a tyrannical reign over the people, not only of the United States, but of the world. That's what it was. And you didn't hear many people talking about carrying their sidearm, going in protest fully armed, against fully armed thugs, and that's what they are. No, 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 we, ha- we want to show that we're peaceful. We-, we want to be peaceful. We want to be left alone. But unfortunately, there are wicked men who won't leave us alone. They won't let us live our lives. And it's always been that way through history. Wicked men want to rule over other men. And it is up to good men who understand what the purpose of a weapon is for. It's supposed to be for defense. That's what it's supposed to be for. Defending. Not attacking, not committing crimes, not committing murder, not committing robbery, not committing rape, not using them to do any of those kinds of things. It's to be that which is useful in the protection of the rights of others, including their own lives. So Ethan goes on and he says... Um, New York is said to have its quarantine camps ready and waiting for the political green light to start loading up the boxcars, so to speak, and delivering prisoners to their bunks. I, You know what? I hope you guys down in Florida are armed. And I hope you've thought through when you're ready to use those arms against alleged authorities. See, you have to let the guys know that serve you You have to let them know that you don't get any special favors when you go outside the law, too. you've, You've got to let them know that. You put the fear of God in them to say, look, we're an armed community. If you come in here trying to do that to one of us, take us away to a quarantine, and then this is where you have to talk with your neighbors. You have to get them to understand. All of this is a psychological manipulation of the people to get them to believe a lie. Once they believe that lie, then they can manipulate you all they want to. If you believe that there's a real virus out there that's killing people, and it's the con bids, and blah, 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 and you can make your neighbor sick, and they can make you sick, and yeah, they need to be in quarantine. If, if you can go along with that, how far are you willing to extrapolate that out? Are you to the, Will you be to the point that things get so bad That you go, we need to kill these people. We need to kill them and burn their bodies so that it doesn't come back. That's the mindset they really want you to get to. They want you to be okay with genocide. They want you to be okay with putting to death the people who are sick. that They made sick, by the way. And when I say they, I'm talking about government people, whether it's out of the CDC. Look, you don't have patents on diseases and all this other stuff, what they call viruses. You don't have patents on that stuff unless you're going to use it. A patent is to guard something so you can make money from it. That's what the purpose of it is. It's to protect the the quote-unquote rights you have for whatever you've produced. Then he goes on to this. He leaves New York and he says this. Believe it or not, Florida under Governor Ron DeSantis is another state where residents face the same forced quarantine situation that New Yorkers do under Governor Kathy Hochul. DeSantis is a Republican and Hochul is a Democrat. doesn't make any difference. We've said it's a uniparty. Demonstrating once again that tyranny is a bipartisan effort in America. Exactly. Hochul's forced quarantine measures are at least clearly outlined as such. DeSantis is—this is how the Republicans do it. They put the mask on that they're the good guys, while they're really cowards and traitors who stab you in the back. DeSantis is hiding behind a so-called no-vax bill that, upon closer investigation, is actually a forced vax bill in disguise. As stated directly in DeSantis, says, no vax bill, the government, government of Florida can now issue an order for an individual, and this is directly from the bill itself, to be examined, tested, vaccinated, treated, isolated, or quarantined for... Communicable diseases. Now, if I if I was putting that I would say, okay, show me the paperwork, show me the documentation where you demonstrated that whatever you claim that I have was transferred from me from one person to another, and they can't do it. They they don't have that information. Because it doesn't exist. It's a lie. They're quarantined for communicable diseases that have significant morbidity or mortality and pre, and present a severe danger to public health. Individuals who are unable or unwilling to be examined, tested, vaccinated, or treated for reasons of health, religion, or conscience. Okay? Those things are what? Those things are protected under the First Amendment, are they not? Is that not what they're supposed to be protected under? That's what they're supposed to be. But hey, if you say, I'm not going to participate in all this because... The Bible tells me that the life of the flesh and the blood. I'm not putting that crap that you've got has made, that poison that you've made, that sorcery that you've made. I'm not putting that in my body. I'm not putting it in the, in the body of my wife or my kids. They'll say, well, then you're going to be subject to isolation and quarantine. That's what the text of the bill says. That's your Republican good guy. Oh, well, see, our Trump didn't do that. No, he just lets it go. He unleashed it. He unleashed the bioweapon on the people and told you it was good for you. You should take it. Told you he took it and even had his booster. He had to think a minute whether he had the booster. Remember when he got asked that? I think it was Carlson or whatever to ask him. And he thought about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had, I had the booster. What was my line? Is that what I'm supposed to say? Trump's a puppet just like the rest of them. Don't, don't doubt me on that. He's an actor. That's how he got his fame. TV and movies. The same crowd that allegedly bashes him now and is going after him now are the same crowd that groomed him. Same crowd. So, uh, Ethan goes on, he says, the DeSantis Novax bill goes on to state that if an individual in Florida is deemed to be a danger to the public health, who's going to determine that? He or she can be apprehended. Apprehended by the state health officer, and forced into isolation or quarantine, just like the New York Bill, unless the men of the constitutional militia will stand up for that person's rights. Yep, that's what we're going to talk about in Michigan. Unless the men step in and tell the tyrants to get lost, and they're going to have to be armed. You're going to have to be armed. I'm not going to back off of that. I'm not calling for violence. I'm calling for people to defend one another. The only us versus them that's going on is the people versus what is their called said government. That's the only us versus them. It's not a Democrat and Republican thing. It's not. It's the people against a tyrannical government. That's the only us versus them that's going on. He continues, many conservatives have been fooled by the contradictory rhetoric of DeSantis over the years, but the guy is a tyrant, there's no question about that, who is arguably worse than Hochul and other Democrat governors. How can he be worse than Hochul? I mean, look at her, look at what she's doing, look at what she's... He's worse because he's a devil. Let me ask you something. What is worse? To tell you that I'm going to give you a poison that will kill you and offer it to you, or... To offer you that same poison and tell you it's a delicious drink and it will be nutritious for your body, wouldn't you say the second one is more wicked because it disguises the truth? The other one, at least, the guy is telling you the truth. This is what Desantis is doing. This is what Trump did with the shots, and it's—I mean, it's—it's it, it's the same thing. And then they pull in this. At least New York does not have an anti-Semitism bill, he points out. Good, yeah, and Florida does. By the way, the platform that you're watching us on, uh, if you're on Rumble, they have that too. They have an anti-Semitism rule. Which means if you you question Israel, if you question what they're doing, what their government does, or any of that other, then you're an anti-Semite, just for questioning what they're doing. You're not calling for them to be eliminated, pushed into the ocean, all the Jews be murdered. We're not calling—nobody's calling for any of that stuff. But now, just to question Israel in any aspect is anti-Semitism. hmm But again, that's what uh, Ron DeSantis has signed there in Florida. Quote, If there is no practical method to isolate or quarantine the individual, the state health officer may use any means necessary— to vaccinate or treat the individual, this is what the bill says. They may use any means necessary to vaccinate or treat the individual. That's what this conservative leader put forth. That's what he signed. Now, he's not the only one. You know The state legislature there in Florida are the ones that push this up. So anybody that voted for it, you want to go find their names and you want to go deal with them, go deal with them. Let me show you this short little video here, and then we're going to play one more, and then I want to get this trans delusional issue right quick, uh, because that's kind of sprung up in a, another one of these pageants. Uh, but this is a short piece from Greg Reese on the issue of children and vaccines. Take a listen. Pediatricians can earn more than $300,000 by vaccinating children. Do you know that? Hmm. It's crazy. Really is crazy.
0: For many years, doctors have received bonuses for adherence to the latest drug therapy protocol drugs that are known to be dangerous, such as statins and antidepressants. And now we know that insurance companies are paying doctors to fully vaccinate your children. This incentive program for vaccinating babies can be found in the Blue Cross Blue Shield Doctor Incentives Booklet and specifies that every patient under the age of two that receives the currently prescribed 24 inoculations is worth a $400 payout to that doctor. For further motivation, they get paid by the hundred and they have to vaccinate a certain percentage of their total patients or they don't get anything. Blue Cross Blue Shield say that a doctor needs to vaccinate 63% of their patients in order to qualify. The average American pediatrician has about 1,500 patients and would have to have at least 945 of them fully vaccinated in order to get paid anything. At 40,000 for every 100, This works out to $360,000. This is why most pediatricians won't provide care for families who don't completely submit to the latest childhood vaccine protocol. We are talking over a quarter million dollars, which is more than the average pediatrician's yearly salary. Research shows that an unvaccinated child's risk of death increases by over 5,000% when they receive the current vaccine schedule. And doctors are now beginning to use virtual reality to help them administer these poisons to children who instinctively know better.
2: Interesting. So they're giving these poisons to them. They're getting paid a lot of money, and it's making the kids sick. Or killing them. And uh, Ron DeSantis is right on board with that. In fact, l- let's, just, let's just pull this out because this is something that I haven't said, and it's just hitting me here. Every governor, I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat, go along with it, too. Why? Well, let's think about those public schools that we call, or the public indoctrination centers we call public schools. Let's think about that. In order for your child to go to the public indoctrination center, what do they have to have? That's right. They have to have their childhood vaccines, which I don't even know what they are now. I was told there was like 75 of them they get, like, you know, you know, just one big splammath of a shot. None of this stuff has been tested together to see whether they work or any of this other stuff. It's just, let's just throw everything in there and let's just give it a shot. And we'll say that they're immune. That, that Every governor believes in that, whether they're Republican or Democrat. They certainly aren't speaking out against it and saying, look, we shouldn't be putting this stuff in our kids just so they can go to school. But if the people are stupid enough to send their kids to the public indoctrination centers, they're stupid enough to give them the shots too. And that's what they do. And when I say stupid, I don't mean it as a demeaning term. I mean, it's like they're not thinking, they're not considering they're they're hard-headed. That's what I mean by that. A lot of people, you don't know what you don't know, right? And a lot of people don't know. And the Bible talks about, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. They don't know. They've forgotten or they haven't been taught. That's not an excuse for them. I'm not, I'm not saying it's an excuse for them, but at least it's an understanding of where they're at. And I would say if you're one of those parents who are, who are doing that or even contemplating, maybe you've got a young child who hasn't gone in there, I would say seriously consider what you're doing, both in sending them to the indoctrination centers and in putting this poison in their bodies. If you love your kids, you don't want to do that, right? And just, you know, for full disclosure, my wife and I did that with the first couple of our kids because that's what we thought we were supposed to do. That's, you know, That's what was done to us by our parents. We didn't know. And then we stopped doing it. Once we found out what was going on and what those things were and how they weren't effective but they were really dangerous, we stopped doing it. So I'm not I'm not coming looking down my nose at people. I come from an issue to where I was there too. I was doing the same thing. And now we've got this push. I'm going to play this one and then we're going to get this transgender issue real quick. Now we've got the who. Doing their thing and coming up next year, May the twenty fourth. This is where this who treaty on the pandemics, and such, is gonna you know it's gonna be judgment day for that. Uh, so take a listen to this. This runs a little bit long, about nine minutes or so, but I want you to hear what these guys have to say with regard to this because again, I see what DeSantis has in the bill that he signed in Florida going hand in hand with this pandemic treaty and the upgrade to the international health regulations, the amendments there uh, from the WHO. Take a listen.
1: We are here today because we are all concerned by the World Health Organization's strong pressure to extend its powers, its structural, and its financial capacities with a permanent effect. over the sovereignty of the countries and over the self-determination of the people. I will initiate an independent evaluation at the earliest appropriate moment to review experience gained and lessons learned and to make recommendations to improve national and global pandemic preparedness and response. But one thing is abundantly clear, the world must never be the same. It is simply unthinkable that you would take an entity that had that had failed as badly as the who failed and award them
2: any more powers
1: we are talking about global power over the citizens of the world this organization which has served us so
2: poorly
3: This is from the Health and Democracy Conference, 13th of September, 2023, in the European Parliament in Strasbourg. Now, Philip Krauss is one of the lawyers involved in the Citizens Initiative, challenging the European Parliament to reject the new international health regulations and the WHO pandemic treaty.
1: It was in the wake of the COVID-19 crisis that the WHO has initiated a reform process which will bring significant changes to all of us that will concern every human being and every of the 194 member states on this planet. In 2021, the
2: World Health Organization and dozens of countries declared their intent to work together
0: on a pandemic treaty affecting preparedness response and recovery through a series of 307 amendments and a global pandemic treaty the who seeks to gain authority over health decisions of u.n member nations that could affect the rest of the world in the case of something like another covid pandemic the who are
3: introducing a pandemic treaty that will mean they'll be able to take your tax dollars without listening to your opinion or giving you the chance to vote on it (laughs)
2: they're already doing that man uh, this morning
1: The 193 member states of the United Nations approved the political declaration on pandemic prevention, preparedness and response. In May 2024, the 194 member states of the WHO will have their final vote on both of these international agreements. This process takes place behind closed doors. It is not reported nor discussed in our newspapers, in our national parliaments, in universities, nor in society. The WHO claims in these two legal instruments an absolute and non-questionable leadership in all health matters. As soon as WHO refers itself to pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response.
3: They're talking about here health products. Vaccines, medical devices, personal protective equipment, diagnostics, assistive products, I'm not quite sure what that is, cell and gene-based therapies and their components, materials or parts. Cell and gene-based therapies, health products including vaccines, medical devices, It it really sounds really quite terrifying that the WHO would have total power over imposing these honours.
1: They want to give themselves surveillance power, determine treatments, vaccine mandates, vaccine distribution, vaccine intellectual property and profits. And they want to redistribute basically everything in the name of pandemics. How is the declaration, the
3: pandemic
2: declaration approved today, how is it binding?
3: And if we look through other parts of the treaty, we can see here that this is what they've done quite often. Here all they've done is simply cross out non-binding. <laughs> so instead of used to mean non-binding advice, now it means binding advice. This is why this political integration, as uh, Dr. Tetro said, is historic and very important for the ongoing negotiation uh, in
0: Geneva who uh, will be uh, binding to member states when they agree on the final text by May 24.
1: WHO will have the right to not only declare recommendations made by several experts, but also to impose on the people of this planet or only to a certain region all kinds of restrictions, access restrictions, lockdowns, surveillance, and experimental treatments.
3: And, and, and we just look look through it. Um, so, for example, here they've, they've crossed out this part with full respect for the dignity, human rights, and fundamental freedoms of persons. Why on earth would you have a WHO treaty where you take out a clause that says the, implement, the implementation of these regulations shall be with the full respect for the dignity, human rights, Uh, human rights and fundamental freedoms of persons, why would you cross that out?
0: We have never before in history, in 5,000 years of recorded human history, we've never seen this level of authority given to an international global body. Those supporting this authority for the WHO, such as top advisor Dr. Abdullah Asiri, say it's necessary to protect the world's population even if it means restricting some of their liberties.
1: The world, however, requires a different level of legal mandates, such as the pandemic treaty, to navigate through a particular pandemic, should one occur, and it will. Prioritizing actions that may restrict individual liberties, mandating and sharing of information knowledge and resources and pandemic control efforts are all necessary during a pandemic. It shall be granted the power of a massive self-authorization whenever it claims to act under this purpose. Animals' health, ecosystem, concerns about the level of CO2 and of course human health can give rise to permanent measures and even to a public health emergency, to a pandemic called out and declared by the WHO. We're in danger of forgetting how important this is, and we need to recommit to pandemic preparedness, because we will not forget. We will learn the lessons, and we will move forward with an accord, we will move forward with pandemic preparedness, we will improve surveillance systems. We will take a One Health approach and manage the ecosystem we inhabit this planet. We inhabit this planet uh, with the animals, with the plants. Uh, And we're putting this planet under pressure, both in terms of climate and in terms of the ecosystem. There is no mechanism foreseen that will allow the people or the member states to challenge the assessment of WHO whether it is the WHO's assessment about a public health emergency, or their assessment with respect to certain measures, or when it comes to the imposing of a regime for what they call vaccination, as experimental as it might be. There will be simply no stop button for none of the member states, and not, of course not,
0: for us, the citizens. And top backers of this United Nations move do say speed is of the essence. And I wish to stress from our perspective, the quicker we can come together, the sooner we will all be safe. Some in Congress oppose this move to further empower the WHO. They propose legislation that would deem it a treaty. The treaty would require Senate approval.
2: I've read the treaty. I'm concerned about it. Article four pays lip service to sovereignty. You're pushing for it next year is probably when it may get adopted will it be sent to the senate for ratification or are you planning on using the executive agreement which i think is a terrible way to do things
1: it is a matter and a duty for all citizens now to impose the pressure towards their public representatives political representatives to make sure that the politicians the political representatives understand that they Go on, be right on beyond of their entrusted vote. They can use.
3: Okay, if you don't all right. want to contact your politicians, and they
2: can stop this. all right He look. I do. I, I still believe. If the people put the pressure on them, I, I think the people. Here's what. Here's what's happened. Because I've heard the, the politicians talk about this. If you've got 30 or 40 people call in. You know, in a short period of time about a certain thing, then they take notice of it. If just one guy calls in every once in a while, they're not taking notice of it. They're just going to keep pushing forward. But if they feel like they've been caught, then they're going to do something. So I still think emails and phone calls can help if the people band together. I, I really do. It's the nature of man. If he feels pressured, if he feels threatened, if he feels like he's caught in something, he'll he'll do whatever the pressure is putting on him. Again, this goes back to an issue of free will. where where people talk about free will. I I don't mean that people don't have choices. Choices are before us. What I talk about is their innate nature to make a choice that is good and right and just before God. They don't have that ability in and of themselves apart from the Spirit of God. They just don't have it. They have freedom to choose within the ability, the sphere of the ability, which is a sinful ability that they have because of the fall, To make choices, and usually those choices are what? To their own destruction. To their own destruction. You know, I heard a lot of this. Oh, we've got to save the global population. We've got to do this. It sounds very familiar. You know, William Pitt the Younger, and we have a shirt with this on it. He said, necessity is the plea of for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants. It is the creed of slaves. The tyrants tell you, we've got to have this. We've got to put this in place so that you'll be safe and healthy and you'll live and blah, 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 blah. And the slaves go, yes, we must have it, Lord. We must have it. Put it in place. Give us the shots. Give us the quarantines. Give us the lack of liberty. Feed us your poison. Necessity. We got to do this, guys. We got to put this in place or I mean it's the same it's the same nonsense that you heard at the Tower of Babel. Let us come together and build a city so we won't be scattered across the earth and destroyed. It's the same thing, isn't it? And the tyrant said that too. Let's build us a city. And they still tell tell you that stuff. And gives you the illusion of security and provision and health and all of this other stuff but really it's a trap for you. It's a prison for you. It really is. And what did Christ come to do? He came to set the captives free. Not enslave them, but free them. Keep that in mind. I came across this this morning. I woke up to this story, and I've been seeing these things for some time. But... Miss Universe 2023 win for inclusion or nothing to celebrate. I, I guess I guess this guy here, who's Miss Nicaragua. I, I don't even know how to pronounce this name, Shanus Palacios. I, I don't know. Um, we're seeing more and more of this. Uh, Because I catch the the news feed when it comes up and they'll have these. Did they have some guy out of uh, the Netherlands or something? And there was another one somewhere. I mean, they're showing up everywhere. And I'm sitting here going, how is it that you judge a women's beauty pageant? How is it that you judge a man is more beautiful than the women there? In whatever way you're looking at them. It just doesn't make sense to me. And some of these people, some of these guys, are going through some surgeries. Uh, I remember telling, having a conversation with my son-in-law, and uh, I said, "Yeah, I said some of these guys are going through surgeries. They, uh, there's a surgery they do on their face to make it more feminine looking. I mean, and some of them you kind of do a double take, like that's a guy. I mean, he couldn't believe it when I was showing him some of these people who are involved in these things." But here it is, it's coming up again in the, um, this is the guy here. Does that blow it up? Yeah, this is the guy. This is a man. That's a man. And um, they're coming in these beauty contests, and what they're doing is they're making it more... Um, uh, they're making it to appear as though it's more normal, even though there's a very, very small percentage of the world's population that actually do this kind of stuff. But you'll see what they do. They come in. Um, <clears throat> you've got um, you, you've got these beauty pageants going on, and now you've got this new concept. We will adopt a new concept. One universe. Uh, this person who is a transdelusional guy, posing as a woman. Anne and I don't. I don't. I. It looks like a bunch of letters just thrown together to me, but um, we'll just call her Ann J or him Ann J. This will be the first world's first beauty contest with real gender equality and inclusion. Hello, it's a beauty contest for women. And unless you got women's genes and a woman's internal organs, if you will, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to keep it clean for in case kids here or whatever. Unless you've got that, you're not a woman. Doesn't matter if you think so. I, I remember posting this little cartoon. Uh, you know, it's one of those old style pictures, um, kind of like what the Norman Rockwell and the moms in in the kitchen and she's stirring up the batter and the the little boy comes up and he goes, mom, I think I'm a girl. And she just goes, well, you're not. That used, that would be how you would solve things in the past. You're not that. I don't care if you think you are. I don't care if you feel you are, you're not that doesn't matter. The correction that needs to be there. So this is going on. This is one too. It's not just in the, in this stuff. This is, the, all this stuff is coming over into the, quote-unquote, conservative media, too. Remember I told you about this guy Dave Rubin, so-called conservative commentator, working under Antichrist Ben Shapiro. That ought to tell you something about Ben Shapiro and what the Talmud teaches and stuff, shouldn't it? That he's got an active, open sodomite who who adopted children with a sodomite lover, He's got him working for him. He's got him working for him. Is that in that in that who? The, he's he's over there under Daily Signal, right? Maybe I'm wrong. If I if I misspoke, then then I apologize. But I'm pretty sure he was under there too. What about this person? Now I got wind of this several years ago. Oh, this person here—they're really conservative, and they're a, they're a quote unquote transgender. This is Blair White, just so you get a picture. What it is? Okay. This is this is the quote unquote conservative transgender. I went over to see what all the fuss was about. I was like, okay, uh, obviously this guy's put a lot of money in surgery on his face because if you see the before and after, it's uh, it's just crazy. See this right here? That was the before and after here, um, and then oh. Yeah, showed up with Alex Jones. Notice notice what's going on here. Just, you know, and Jones, look, I'm not capping on Alex Jones. He's Daily Wire. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, uh, uh, that help there. Thank you. Daily Wire. Um, Alex Jones was caught with his phone with tranny porn. He's caught live on air with that on his phone. And here he is with Blair White, who's a guy made up like a woman with his hand on Alex Jones' crotch. Now, this is the conservative trannies, okay? This is that. And it's interesting because I did listen to a couple of things to see what they what this person was saying, and it was, it was interesting. They understand they don't want to go through with a full surgery. They don't want to remove their privates because one day they might want uh, children and stuff. But they're dating another man who says he's not gay for dating a guy who dresses like a girl. That, that was his words, that he's not gay because of that. Yes, you are. You're, you're a sodomite. You're with another man. doesn't matter how they dress themselves up, you're with another man. What does the Bible tell us over, I mean, we, we bring this up all the time. This is the simplest thing to understand, it's most, the most natural thing in the world. Deuteronomy 22.5, The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. They're not conservative. They're an abomination. And they need repentance, and they need a Savior from that sin that they're in. This is what Jesus came to do. He came to save sinners. Sinners. And yet it's being forced down our throat as though it's something we have to accept. No, it is unnatural. It is an abomination, and it should be called as such. It was called so much so in the New Testament that when Paul wrote 1 Corinthians 6, here's what he included in there for the people of the Corinthian church. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. "...neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, all kinds of sexual perversion, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God." They're not going to go in. If, you're in. if that is your lifestyle, if that is what you live, you're not going to go in the kingdom of God unless you repent. And such were some of you. That's what Paul tells them. But you were washed, you're sanctified. But you're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Listen to me. If you're a person out there dealing with any of this stuff, whether it's the vaccines, the shots, the the, the trans, delusion stuff, whatever, if you repent, God will have mercy on you. But you got to come to Him on His terms. We'll see you in the morning at 6 a.m., Lord willing, with Dr. Lee Merritt. Adios.